And we're talking about characterization for things like animations, cartoons, gaming. We'll talk a bit more about gaming uh, in a short while because uh, it's not often that you can have a computer game perhaps with a uh, with a talking locomotive. But uh, I suppose that is possible. But I suppose really what we're talking about is something a bit of akin to Thomas the Tank Engine. But anyway, in today's episode, we're talking about how visuals help your animation voiceover. Because, of course... Attributes of animated characters are usually extreme. If you think of anime, if you think of usual cartoons that you may see on the TV, yeah, they, they're usually quite extreme and they will have been drawn in conjunction with the story editor. So everything you see, as far as the visuals go, is a clue to the character's voice. Let me lead you through a few of the clues. A larger person might have a bigger and lower voice. So one with a larger, fatter face may sound more jowly. So if you get uh, an audition for an animated, a cartoon series, and the character they've asked you to play is of a larger stature, then you may imagine that they're going to have a deeper, lower, larger, jowly kind of sound, somewhere down like this. Or it could be really funny to have a really large character, maybe who's larger than life, but anachronistically has a really high voice, because that could be amusing, potentially, depending on, on what the director wants you to do. Yeah. So there's a good example of how somebody looks, how you would expect them to sound, or maybe you want to surprise by doing something completely different. What you wouldn't necessarily expect is to have a really large character, yeah, who sounds just like me. You probably want the extremes because that's what we're after in animation and and cartoon work. We usually want extremes. That's literally how they are drawn, okay? What about a tall and thin person? What kind of voice do you think a tall and thin person would naturally have? It's likely to be a kind of thin and higher voice, isn't it, usually? So again, what you see is probably how that person sounds as well. All the clues are there. And as I say, you can always go against type and create an opposite voice with the director's permission. Perhaps a warm and friendly voice from a monster. Yeah, Pete's dragon and all that. Or a mouse who sounds far from mousy. Maybe a mouse that roars. Where have we heard that before? If your character in the animation, in the picture you see, has a big mouth, a small nose, buck teeth, all of those, as we've seen already, will affect the resonance of anyone's voice and certainly your character as well. Go back to right at the start of our podcast series and uh, you will hear me discussing how mouth furniture, like a big mouth, buck teeth, a large tongue, whatever it happens to be, maybe fillings, uh, will all affect the voice. I mean, large teeth may suggest a person who finds clear diction difficult. So perhaps that's a humorous or engaging sound characteristic that you can play on for your character's voice. There's a phrase, isn't there? The eyes are the window to the soul. And that suggests that you can understand a person's emotions and thoughts by looking into their eyes. So look at the picture you've been given for the character you've been asked to play. How are those eyes portrayed in the image? 
Are they wide, open, in innocence, like many animes? Or are they slitty and sneaky? What is the emotion and attitude in those eyes? How can you portray that in the voice you create for that character? I mean, if it's wickedness, for example, how can you display that attitude not only in your voice, but also in how you bend and shape the words, the projection, the pace, and the pauses? Does that sound a bit more wicked and sneaky? To do it like that probably does, doesn't it? Also, taking the eyebrows, the forehead, do they show frustration, amusement, curiosity or concern? Yeah? When you move your face, your voice changes. Squash it up and you'll hear what I mean. I'm squashing up my face now. Yeah? My eyes are tight closed and, and my whole body is really, really small and it's naturally affected my voice. Yeah, I'll, I'll do another one for you. Drop your chin and let your lower lip fall and then you've got another sound. Have a, have a play with your face, your body and your voice to come up with these different characters which usually are based on what you can see in front of you. And this goes back to what we were talking about a week or so ago. Remember uh, uh, Sharp Suited Sean and Smoking Susan, I think it was, from a, f- from a few days ago. And one of the things I said was, write down how they looked. Because what you see of somebody will affect the voice that you give them. Because the voice that somebody has is naturally affected by their physical characteristics. And their physical characteristics very often will come from their emotions There's a whole lot here to do with the psychology of the voice. It it, it all mixes and meshes and merges, yeah? If you've got somebody who was always talked down to as a child, how might they walk? They might walk uh, very, very gingerly, very quietly, yeah? Keeping themselves to themselves, keeping their arms in, maybe their head down. Yeah, little furtive looks in different places. And that is going to be affecting their voice. So how they were treated and how they feel can affect people's physical attributes and also their voice as well. Somebody that was let run riot as a kid is going to be loud and boisterous and big with their expressions as well as big with their voice. Yeah, They're going to be much more open with their arms their faces they're going to be rushing around a lot their speed on their legs could be replicated with the speed of their tongue it all goes (laughs) hand in hand if you excuse the pun talking about physicality so tomorrow more on voice acting mannerisms when we come to characterizations, quite a bit on this over the last couple of days and the next few days as well. As Get A Better Broadcast podcast and Voice Over Voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>